0: I feel that some people don't understand that their bosses are there to support you and their success is your success. So to not be scared to stop and ask questions, of course, using search engines, try to find the resources out there. And then if you can't find the answer, go to your bosses, go to other subject matter experts, and don't be afraid to ask for help because the outcome of that would be a job well done. And so people will learn to see you, to view you as a valuable resource and reliable as well. That whatever they ask you to do, they will know that you will not only do it, but you'll do it right. There are opportunities for our work and careers everywhere. If you know where to look, that's easier said than done, especially in our fast paced and constantly changing world. Marianne Fairmouth is talking to experts, employers, and job seekers to bring you insight and understanding about what's possible. This is Career Can
1: Do, where we're navigating
0: the new work world.
1: Welcome to the Career Can Do podcast, a podcast dedicated to helping you navigate the new work world. My name is Marianne Fairmouth, I'm an author career consultant and speaker, and today I am just delighted to have a guest on my show that is someone that demonstrates a candidate that has really taken the right steps to grow in her career. I met this person, as I said, about 08 years ago, and met her when she was a student, and she even has worked and done some special projects with me, but she's bright, she's a beautiful gal, she has a heart of gold, and she's done so well on her career journey. I wanted to have her on the show today. So her name is Natalia Johnson. Natalia, introduce yourself. Hi, thank you so much for having me.
0: My name's Natalia. I currently work as an HR compliance specialist. I studied at the University of Houston, got a bachelor's in human resource development with minors in leadership studies, supply chain and logistics technology, and a Spanish minor. And I'm just thrilled to be here.
1: We're just thrilled to have you. You know, in the Blue Room, we talked a little bit about some of the experiences you've had that you thought really did contribute to allowing you to grow in the current role and get promoted and all of that. And I know you talked about one job internship or experience you had where you really were, you know, pulled in lots of different directions and learned all kinds of things. I mean, you did, you know, employee screening, you did research, you worked on social media, you had to pre-screen candidates. It was a job that had many different facets to it. But tell the people listening out there, what do you think that that experience did for you, Natalia? Being able to
0: shift from project to project and be on my feet at all times, that definitely helped me when I moved to other jobs, because that's how the world is. You're continuously having to from project to project and just be on your toes all the time.
1: No, that's true. And I, I know too, even when you were in in high school, if I remember correctly, that you know you were involved in the robotics team, and I think you were president or in a leadership role there. And do you feel that people that are involved in, in different kinds of clubs or organizations, that you know, either undergrad or even grad school, or even in high school, do you think those experiences also helped you in any way, Natalia? Absolutely,
0: I definitely encourage anyone to be involved in whatever uh, part of their life they're in. In high school, join as many extracurricular activities, and in college, join the organizations. I was a part of the organization for my major, and that not only helped me in my job, but also with having support system in college as well, because it was people who were all taking the same classes, having the same experiences, and having those shared experiences really helps you form a bond
1: with people because people having those networking skills as well. is very important. Oh, I think so. I think so. And we talk a lot about, you know, there's no one way right now to to get a job and, you know, it's, it's submitting resumes online, it's networking, it's, you know, tapping into your, you know, clubs and associations and family and all this and that. And I think that for sure, you know, what you've done demonstrates that, but also I remember at one point that you were pursuing or, you know, a particular educational track. And then you decided to change that. And I know for people out there that maybe are on the fence right now, maybe the experience they've had the last 18 months has made them reevaluate and move in a different direction. I know you did that and did it pretty much without a hitch. Why do you think that happened? Or how do you, what can you tell people out there that they're in a situation, whether it's education or job experience or whatever, and they're thinking maybe they're not in the right role? What do you think you did that helped to make that transition go so smoothly? Well, first I had to
0: evaluate what the track that I was on. And there's that saying that if you do something you love, you'll never work a day in your life or something. Uh And I thought about, is this something that I would be happy doing for essentially the rest of my life? And I decided that that it was not for me. And I looked at my past experiences and I thought, what? are the things out of my past experiences that I would enjoy doing for the rest of my life. And I reached out to my network and my support system, and I asked them for their feedback and for their support. And I was able to keep it going. And I switched schools, I switched majors, but I really had a plan set in place
1: before I actually switched majors. Well, I think that's very important to mention that because I think that what's your saying? If, if you fail to plan, you're going to plan to fail. So I think the fact that at your young age you had the maturity to know how to have a plan, and so when you did execute that plan, it went a lot more smoothly for you going forward. But I think that's a brave that's a brave move that you had the wherewithal to make that big change, you know, change schools, change degree majors, and all those things. So. I applaud you for doing that. But I also think that, you know, maybe now if your job, if you're working with a client that maybe needs to hire those kinds of people of the career track you're in, probably gave you a little insight to be able to talk to them in a way that they understand. Absolutely. Yes. So everything's a learning experience. And the reason I wanted to have you on here is because it's been really kind of wonderful for me to sit back and watch you and see how you navigate uh, different areas and always seem to, to come out on the other side in a way that is positive and successful. The other thing I mentioned, you mentioned we talked about in the Blue Room before we started the podcast was how you are so appreciative of the employer that you currently have, which is an outplacement firm, because they really recognize the employee's good work and they, they mention it to you. Talk about how you feel having an employer that really recognizes your hard work and your attitude. How does that make you really want to continue to work harder?
0: Well, my employer makes me feel valued. And I think at the end of the day, that's what every person wants to feel. They want to feel valued and they want to feel that they have a purpose. And by an employer recognizing that, it's giving that person that feel good feeling. So they'll want to stay
1: there. Well, I think it's certainly an indication that you're working for someone that appreciates what you do. And I think all of us, personally and professionally, want to feel appreciated, you tend to want to do more when you feel appreciated, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sometimes we get so caught up in what we're doing, we forget to tell somebody, you know, you really did a good job or, you know, I appreciate you doing that. And, you know, we just expect that they should know. And sometimes they need to hear it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think it's good. Mm-hmm. The other thing too, that I, I think is so great is that from the, all the years I've known you, you continue to want to learn and grow and, and take classes. And I know now you're in a master's program. And I think it has a legal component to us, a master's in in legal studies. And tell us about why you thought to take that on. I noticed that I've always been fascinated with
0: processes and procedures, and that's how the legal world is. It's the focus on implementing those procedures and maintaining them. And that was the part of human resources that I really enjoyed. And my current boss actually recognized that. And he suggested the program that I'm in. This
1: is something that I think you would enjoy, and I'm really enjoying it. Well, that's wonderful. Well, how, how great again that this employer took notice of some of the strengths that you were demonstrating, and then suggested maybe that you know you even expand those strengths by formal education route. So it's a two way street. You know, employers will do that if they see the commitment level with the employees. You certainly present that, and you know some of the stereotypes that that we all hear you know of certain generational sectors i'm not going to go too much into that but anyway i think that you certainly personify uh, someone who has an attitude of service and assistance and help and i think i can't say it enough you know as a recruiter for 38 years that really sometimes that attitude is even more important than having directly related experience because if you have the right attitude and you demonstrate to your employer that you're going, you know, if you don't know how to do something, you're going to learn how to do it, and you'll take it upon yourself to learn that. I think the other thing we talked about is that you really do personify the fourth step of my FairMouth method, which is take the time to do it right. Tell us how that's worked for you in your job. All five steps of the FairMouth method have been extremely helpful
0: to get me to where I am today, but the fourth step, taking the time to do it right, has been especially helpful because. I feel that some people don't understand that their bosses are there to support you and their success is your success. So to not be scared to stop and ask questions, of course, using search engines, try to find the resources out there. And then if you can't find the answer, go to your bosses, go to other subject matter experts, and don't be afraid to ask for help because the outcome of that would be a job well done. And so people will learn to see you, to view you as a valuable resource and
1: reliable as well. That whatever they ask you to do, they will know that you will not only do it, but you'll do it right. Well, I think that's very true. And I also think it shows the integrity of you and the honesty and the being humble and not trying to say, oh, I can do everything. I I know everything. I mean, the fact that you say, you know, I really want to make sure I get this report done correctly. So there's a few questions I have here. Do you mind if I you know really make sure that I'm on this we're on the same page here and do this correctly. I think sometimes people are afraid of looking like they don't know something so they just do it and then unfortunately they make mistakes and then the repercussions are even worse. The other thing too that that I think is great here is that you had the maturity and the foresight to choose an industry that has high demand and by that I mean with a lot of companies right now that are, have been challenged with the last couple of years of what we've all gone through. They're looking at ways to be profitable and to not have expenses that maybe are unnecessary. So you're with a company that is an outsourcing company. So, you know, we all know, you know, revenue, I mean, uh, HR, human resources is really a non-revenue generating area of a company. It's more of an expense. But if a company chooses to outsource, then it might be more cost effective. So have you found, uh, Natalia, that through the last couple of years with all these changes, so many people have had that, your company is growing because people are seeing the benefits of using an outsourcing firm?
0: Yes. It feels like we're growing every day. Our companies have recognized that human resources and providing benefits and having a payroll service is very beneficial to not only them, but to their employees. And so they also know that they have that support system as well and the, a group
1: of experts essentially at their fingertips. That's wonderful. So if somebody out there listening is with a company, maybe they're they're on the fence right now, you know, should I outsource this function and, and have a cost savings here? If you're listening and you want to know more about it, you certainly can uh, send me an email on fairmouth.com, my website, and I certainly can uh, put you in touch with Natalia or her company. But I'm again impressed that you had the foresight to join a company that would only expand and grow, especially in tough times. So I do think, too, that you know the HR function right now for companies is even a more critical function because they want to make sure they have the right people on board. They have the, the people that have the skills that are necessary or the skill set maybe is a little bit light that they have the person with the right attitude. And the one thing, Natalia, that I've always been so impressed with you is your attitude. And I have to say this, you know, sometimes by asking questions in an interview, you can tell about a person's heart and about their determination, about their concern. Natalia while she was going through the, the challenges of the last 18 months, did something that I think is just so uh, telltale. And that is she worked with rescue animals, rescue dogs. And I think that really shows her heart. That really shows that she's trying to help. She's trying to offer assistance. And tell us a little bit about that. How did you get into doing that?
0: Well, my employer gave us the opportunity to work remotely. And so I felt that it would be... Not only great for me, because, you know, there's a lot of health benefits of having animals around, and and I figured that there were a lot of animals out on the streets because people may have lost jobs and they can no longer afford to keep their pets. And uh, Houston is uh, known to have a really big stray population. And I loved being able to have the dogs and give them a loving home and send them off to or have people I know adopt those dogs. And so I'm still able to see a lot of them, which is okay. so fun.
1: Well, I think that's wonderful. And I says I think that says a lot about who you are and that you have that service orientation that goes, you know, well beyond the job. But I think it is multidimensional. And when you have that kind of a mindset, I think it does spill over to other areas. But uh, I know, you know, my clients are asking lots of questions right now on interviews. You know, what are you most proud that you've accomplished? What are your strengths and what are your weaknesses? What have you done during the last 18 months that's something you, you feel you know really good about? And I think that when people go on interviews, they talk about things like that, not just necessarily the same thing about sheltering rescue dogs or helping rescue dogs, but they show a prospective employer that they do something that is to help someone else. I think they're only going to get some brownie points. And I think the people that right now, post-COVID, they go in and talk about the GPA or my class standing, or I've been promoted three times in, in five years. I mean, that's all great stuff, but I think what I'm hearing from my clients is that they want to hear, what are you doing to help somebody else? What are you doing to make a contribution to others? And I really did think that Natalia personified that and wanted to have her on the show because her career expansion and her growth and her journey is so exciting and impressive, but I think a lot of it is to do with her mindfulness and her service orientation and of course her good work ethic. Natalia, if there's a, an applicant, a candidate out there that's, that's really had a hard time finding a job or feeling like they got into the right job or whatever, what pearls of wisdom, since you've been through some really good experiences, what would you tell someone that's struggling right now? What one or two little tips can you give them to help them maybe move in a direction that will be more successful?
0: So my first pearl of wisdom would be, especially if you're a student right now, would be to take advantage of the student jobs that may be on campus or getting a part-time job. Getting that experience is essential, especially since I feel that businesses are looking for people that have job experience right out of getting out of school. And you also learn how the office life works. It's very different from being a student and going from group projects that you have to do in class is you learn some great and valuable skills, but it's a little different in the office environment. And so having that experience um, will really set you apart. My second pearl of wisdom would be to just have a good attitude. Everybody's pretty stressed right now. It's a stressful time. And being able to help people and have put that smile on your face and help others. I think it not only leaves them feeling good, but also leaves you feeling good. And the person that you help, they'll remember that and they'll learn to come to you as a source of information because they'll know that you're reliable. It just makes the world a little bit
1: brighter. I think it does. I think it does. Well, Anyway, I am, I'm so thrilled that you took time out of your busy day to come over here and talk to us on Career Can Do and share your, your journey and your good lessons and your success. And I know for a fact that you're only going to continue to grow and continue to, to achieve and, and become successful. And I'm just thrilled to know you. I'm thrilled to be a part of your journey. And if anyone out there is on the corporate side, the company side, and you're looking to investigate what an outplacement firm is all about, if they can facilitate what you have going on, again, just send me a a note. My name is Marianne Fairmouth. This is Career Can Do, and we're assisting you to navigate the new work world. Thank you so much, Natalia. We're glad to have you on the show. Thank you. We thank you for tuning in to our Career Can Do podcast. We make no guarantees on results for your particular quest, but... We hope you enjoy the information presented. Thank you.